We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Welcome, Notre Dame fans, to another edition of the Irish Breakdown Podcast. I am Vince D'Addario. I am the football analyst here at irishbreakdown.com. And with me uh, again, we've got another Irish crossover, and we're going to talk Notre Dame hockey. And we've got Darren Pritchett with us. He's the voice of the Notre Dame hockey team, also the uh, sports director over at WSBT Radio. And... I, you know, last time we spoke, um, we probably figured that was the last time we were going to talk this season. And, and here we are, uh, talking about Notre Dame being in the NCAA tournament, which is awesome. That means they're one of the top 16 teams in the country. Uh, and they got a shot at playing for the title, uh, which is got to be in the tournament to, uh, to win it. Right. So it's a great opportunity for this Notre Dame hockey team. Uh, they're not packing up the skates and the pads and the jerseys and, uh, that's a bonus. So we're going to kind of talk about the end of the season and kind of where how we got to where we are today, because if I'm not mistaken, they play Boston College on Saturday. Is that right, Darren? That's right. OK, so opening up the NCAA tournament on Saturday. So we are going to work our way up to that. Let's start with how Notre Dame finished off the regular season. Uh, I believe it was a sweep of Penn State. Yep. And then they find out first round of the Big Ten tournament. They've got Penn State again at home uh, because Notre Dame hosted the Big Ten tournament. And uh, let's start there, Darren. A lot of momentum ending the regular season and then going into the Big Ten tournament. February was good to Notre Dame. I thought they improved their game. They got a little more secondary scoring. Dylan St. Cyr was terrific in goal. His save percentage right around 935 the last 16, 17 games. So that's solidified. 
you know, they played great against Penn State to end the regular season. Penn State was coming off the COVID pause of 34 days. And for Penn State, when we played them in the quarterfinals of the Big Ten tournament, it was the fifth straight game that they had played us. So they knew us very well, very familiar. We got off to a great start up 2-0 in the first two and a half minutes. And, you know, as a broadcaster, sometimes it's hard for me to analyze, but it felt like we got a little passive maybe with that early lead. Penn State played great. They've got a really good offense. And they blitzed us a little bit and won that game. I got to be honest, Vince, I'm a guy this time of the year. We'll look at all the projections and the pairwise and where we stand. Sure. Penn State. I didn't look at anything. I thought we were done. A buddy of mine, Ben Holden, who does the Big Ten Network games, he said, you guys have a chance. Don't give up yet. I didn't listen, but (laughs) we weren't going to be in. But due to some circumstance, we got in, and let's hope they can take advantage of a really a great second chance. Well, and it was, uh, from what I can gather from an outside outside looking in, right, um, Notre Dame didn't make the field originally, and there was some COVID issues, and – uh, another team got an automatic bid, which kind of opened up a slot for Notre Dame, if I'm not mistaken. Kind of walk us through that process of how Notre Dame really wasn't in the tournament, and then they were in the tournament. Yeah, from what I understand, we needed all of the favorites to win the conference tournaments last Saturday. And the underdogs were pulling off victories, and they were stealing bids, like we see in the men's tournament. Gotcha. So... It looks as though we were the 17th team and 16 teams make the tournament. St. Lawrence, who had four wins during the regular season, won the ECSA Conference Tournament and surprised everyone and got the automatic berth, which took away a bid maybe from Notre Dame, it looks like. Well, then they had to go through COVID testing and their head coach tested positive. That took them out of the NCAA Tournament. You talk about the high of highs. You surprise everybody, you yeah. go to the tournament, and then your poor coach, who I feel awful for, tests positive, and that knocks them out of the tournament, apparently 90 minutes before the selection show on TV. So Notre Dame was able to get in, and Vince, they got in because they play in one of the best conferences in America. You look at the Big Ten, the way they were seeded in the NCAA tournament, out of the four number one seeds, two of them are Big Ten teams, Minnesota and Wisconsin, right? or two seeds. Michigan. So Notre Dame played 12 games against those three teams. They won four games in regulation in those buildings, and they also had an overtime win against Wisconsin. So they performed pretty well against the top-end teams in the NCAA tournament from the Big Ten Conference, and that has to be one of the big reasons why they got in strength of schedule and having success winning on the road. And here we go. We can't win at home. We go on the (laughs) the NCAA tournament. We're 9-2-1 and on the road this year. I got to say, why not us? Why can't Notre Dame go on a roll like they've done throughout the year away from the Compton? So it's a good thing we're done with the Compton this year. It's now all neutral side games for the remainder of the season. And I would have to think the guys have to feel pretty good about that. I, I would agree with you. And I, I know you, you've you spoken with uh, head coach Jeff Jackson. What I mean, I, I don't know if he should be relieved, excited. What What is his take? on kind of how all of this went down and then obviously having an opportunity in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, since losing to Penn State, he was on that roller coaster ride. There'd be a moment you feel good, then there'd be an upset in a conference <laughs> tournament and your emotions would go down. You know, normally as a group, we get together on Selection Sunday and watch the unveiling of the brackets together when we get in. Sure. Here they did not do that. They just weren't sure they were going to get in. 
So I think from the way Coach Jackson talked, he did not know if they were in or not until the selections came up on television. Oh, wow. Everybody was holding their breath. They actually practiced a few days last week just saying, hey, we got to prepare just in case we get our name called. So, you know, Jeff, he's a very positive individual. He's always prepared. And now this Irish hockey team kind of gets that second life. If you look at it from the standpoint, St. Lawrence should be in. They didn't get in due to the COVID, and now we get a chance to play in the tournament. And I would have to think, no pressure whatsoever. Of course, you want to win a championship. You want to win four games. Sure. But I just have to think, we have to feel a little loosey-goosey. we got to feel good about just being in the tournament. And it's, it's a one-and-done tournament, right? I mean, the NCAAs are 16 teams. It's one-and-done. Um, they, they end up uh, – so they're going on the road. It's a neutral site. Where is Notre Dame headed, first of all? We're playing in Albany, New York, and okay. there are four regions across the country, four teams in each region. So we're the four seed out of four teams in Albany. We'll take on top-seeded Boston College, who we played twice last year, did not play them this year since everybody stayed within conference. Sure. And for Notre Dame, they've been to the tournament now five straight years or five straight seasons, I guess, since there wasn't a tournament last year. And Notre Dame's been to the regional final each of their last three trips, so you got to win one game to get to the regional final. So they got to beat one of their arch rivals, Boston College, to get back there. And who are the other two teams in the regional? The two seed is St. Cloud State out of the NCHC, who has beaten us a couple of times in the first round of the NCAA tournament. And also it is Boston University also out of hockey. So I'm sure New England is hoping for that Commonwealth matchup between BC and BU. Sure. Great rivals. But Notre Dame and St. Cloud State will try to ruin that. Well, you know, again, my, my novice uh, hockey fandom, I know Boston University is a, a, a traditionally a power in hockey, correct? You bet. BC and BU are, I would say, for basketball fans, two of the Blue Bloods. Okay. College hockey. Notre Dame faced BC in the national championship game in Denver back in 2008, and BC won by a final score of 4-1. to one. But you look at the history of the two, the series is very even. We actually beat BC in a Hockey East quarterfinal best of three series when they were number one, I think back in 2014, I want to say. Okay. And we played them twice last year, and we were a little down last year. BC was really good. They beat us 4 nothing in Chestnut Hill, and it was 6-1 to one at the Compton. So they play a very aggressive style, and Vince, it's kind of like playing Alabama in football. They've got NHL draft picks all over the place. They have high-end players. So it's going to be a great challenge, but through time, we know that Notre Dame has performed very well against Boston College. We know each other very well since we normally play each year, so the style is not going to be a surprise. It's just how well we execute against BC. I was going to ask you to preview the game, and you kind of you kind of did there. Um, for hockey fans that are going to be tuning in, what what can they expect when they when they see Boston College versus Notre Dame? I mean, is it is is Boston College just physical you know is that what the, the kind of hockey that they play or are they are they more of an athletic up and down type of uh team you know i haven't seen them on tv this year but if it's anything like the past years mm. tremendously skilled okay very deep offensively they're one of the top five offenses in the country uh, you just take a look i'm looking at their stat sheet now draft picks are sometimes a little deceiving in hockey but you take a look at three of their top five scores this year, all Minnesota Wild draft picks. Oh, wow. And four of the next five have also been drafted. So this is a, a very deep offensive team. They normally use speed to their advantage. Spencer Knight is their goaltender. 
He's had a lot of international hockey experience, a draft pick of the Florida Panthers. And I remember him from last year. He is very, very good. So for Notre Dame, Vince, we've got that top line of Slaggart, Slaggart and Steves. We know that Jerry York and BC, they're going to sit on that particular pairing. They're going to have the final chance to make a line change so they can get the defensive people they want out there against our crew. So they're going to have the advantage of last change. So it's been kind of the story all year. If Steves and Slaggart and Slaggart don't score, if they are shut out, can Notre Dame get enough offense from elsewhere on the roster to get the job done? And this is a game and throughout this tournament, they're going to have to get some secondary scoring. You just can't bank on that number one unit to get it done because I guarantee you BC's top two defensemen will probably be on the ice every time those three are on the ice. So how much Notre Dame gets from secondary scoring will probably tell the tale. No, that makes a lot of sense. And that and that, that always seems to be the case in the playoffs. You know, no matter what sport it is, you, you've got your stars, but are they going to get the support from the supporting cast? I mean, that and that seems to be what the case is for Notre Dame. And that, that actually makes a lot of sense going down the stretch here. Yeah, there's no question. And I think it's probably over or underrated, I should say, in hockey. That last change is big. Coaches want that opportunity. Like, if you're one of the best goal scorers in the country – I'm going to make sure my best defense. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is out there every chance I get. So on a face-off situation, if you skate out there, what am I going to do as a coach? I'm going to send my best two defensemen out there to go up against you, try to take away you from being a big part of the game and force the rest of the Irish hockey team to beat you. So Jerry York has the advantage of having the last change. So I know this through the years when Jeff doesn't have the last change, he will maneuver things to get situations that he likes. Even without the last change, he might change up lines. He might shift people around. So Jeff is very, very wise and he will put his team in the best position possible, even though he does not have the last change. The economy is made up of real people doing real stuff, and it affects everything. Which you obviously know since you're a real person doing real stuff. Marketplace is here to help you get smart about everything beyond the what of the day's business and economic news. We dig into the how and the why with the real people driving our economy. From big tech and interest rates to small businesses and what's happening at the Fed, Marketplace breaks it all down so you don't have to. Listen to Marketplace wherever you get your podcasts. 
let me ask you a a, a novice uh, as a novice from a from a hockey I'm standpoint. A novice, so I don't know who you're asking. <laughs> you, you keep bringing up the last change. Is that what the home team uh, is is able to get? Like like uh, in baseball, home team bats last. In hockey, the home team gets last change. Is that how that works? Yeah, the easiest way to put it is if you watch the game on TV or the next mm-hmm. time you're at a game, you'll see there are two referees on the ice and two linesmen. The referee have the orange bands around their arm. Okay. We'll go to the visiting bench first and ask them to bring out their five skaters. And then once those five come out, then the home team oh. looks at them and they send out their five skaters. So that's the advantage of being at home or, in this case, the better-seated team. Gotcha. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, you can you can react to what the other team is doing, and then they can't react to what you're doing. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Um, now, obviously, Albany, New York is closer to Boston than it is to South Bend. Are there going to be fans involved? Is there going to be a home ice advantage at all for the two Boston schools as opposed to Notre Dame, for example? I heard Jeff say during his Zoom call that there would be fans in attendance. I do not know how many will be okay. allowed in. I think, as we all know, there's a lot of decisions made politically. So (laughs) I know kind of what New York is. There might be a few more fans in New York than other places. But, you know, it does come down to the NCAA, the local decision makers on all this. But it sounds like there will be fans there. And BU and BC are always good about traveling. And if they have the ability to travel, there's no doubt. But I'll tell you what, I don't think the Irish would mind a packed building of yeah. BC, and BC fans because, as I've told you before, I've gone to too many regionals where there's 500 fans in the building. There is yeah. no enthusiasm. There is no excitement. The most exciting, most meaningful games of the year should have the biggest crowd. So Absolutely. I guarantee you, Coach Jackson, the Irish would be thrilled to have as many fans as possible in the building, even if they're rooting for the other team. Well, and i got to think that – like you said, even if they're rooting for the other team, it's it's butts in the seats. It's fans there cheering on a hockey game. I mean, yeah. obviously, I haven't been on the court or I haven't been on the ice when without any fans whatsoever. Um, and so I don't even know what that would even feel like. It almost feels like a glorified scrimmage at times, I would think. And to even have any fans, whether they're rooting for you or not, well, has got to take everybody to the next level. Best way to describe it i've been at regional sites where it has felt like watching a game the last year with covid restrictions nobody there wow i mean i I get as a broadcaster you get excited for the big games you get excited for the ncaa tournament sure go to a regional and have 500 fans sitting there it is just even for me you don't get that adrenaline rush have have they even considered having the the regionals at like uh uh a home ice situation like at Notre Dame or at Boston or at Boston college. That way there's at least fans in the seats because you know, Notre Dame fans would come out and, and, and go to all the games, even the ones that don't even involve Notre Dame. Well, I'll say two things there. They need to go back to what they used to have. And that is the best two out of three in the first round, which makes a lot of sense because hockey, one bad bounce can change everything. Sure. I'll be honest. I'm sure it has a lot to do with ESPN they have all the NCAA control packages outside of, of men's basketball, and they probably don't want to take up airtime airing all these hockey games, so we have one and dones. But there was a, a situation a few years ago, Notre Dame bid on a regional and got it, and had they got into the tournament that, they, that, that year, excuse me, they would have played on home ice 
in the NCAA tournament, but normally it's neutral sites. I think the reason why we got it, nobody else bid on that regional. So gotcha. kind of, well, we got it because nobody else was interested, but <laughs> yeah, it would be great. I would not have any problem going to BC. Sure. Now, just to ensure we have a good atmosphere for those particular games. Yeah, no question. I, like you said, even if it's fans that are against you, it's a full house. Yeah. You play differently when you're playing in front of a full house of fans. It's just, that's just human nature. Nothing better than quieting the home team crowd. Yes, you nailed it on that one. Um, so this season for, for Notre Dame hockey, um, I, you and I are both in the same boat. I, I kind of figured the season was over after they lost the first round to Penn State. Uh, they get an opportunity to get into the NCAA tournament. What do you see as success in the NCAA tournament for Notre Dame? Um, done. I, I mean, I don't. It doesn't even have to be a win necessarily. I mean, they're playing. They should be playing with no pressure. Um, but what do you see as a success and something that they can build on going into the off season? That's an interesting question, Vince, and I'm going to answer it. How I feel about it, I don't know how Jeff and the team feels about it, but I look at it this way. I've just been a part of this team for 12 years now, and two of those teams in particular probably should have won the national championship. It didn't work out, including in 2018. They were the best team in the country, got to the championship game, won and done, lost to Minnesota Duluth, a very deserving champion by a final score of two to one. So we've been number one seeds. We've lost in the opening round. We've got upset. So that's why I'm going to answer it in this way. To me, it's all about winning the championship. This program has done everything to win a championship. They've got banners in the Compton for regular season titles and the CCHA in the Big Ten, tournament titles in both. They've got four Frozen Four banners hanging from the Raptors. Two of those say finalists two say semifinalists. So for Jeff Jackson, he came here to bring a national championship to Notre Dame. He's won a championship in the building we're playing in at Lake Superior State. And one of his players who had a big goal in that championship game was Brian Ralston, whose son Ryder now is a freshman on this year's Irish hockey team. So he's going to play where his dad helped him win a championship at Lake State, you know, back in the early 90s. So, you know, I, I hate to say that, nothing but a championship making the tournament to me is a a successful season. Sure. This program, anything can happen in the tournament. And let me give you one more example. In 2013, we won the CCHA tournament at Joe Lewis arena beating Michigan. We were in the tournament, no matter what Michigan needed to win to get in. We beat them. Yale was the final at large team. They got in because we won. They were the number 16 seed. They won the whole thing. Wow. I kind of look at this situation. We kind of got a lot of help to get in. Sure. And why not us in this particular situation? We've seen teams not as good as us win titles. Are we the best team in the country this year? Absolutely not. Our record is just a little over 500. But from my standpoint, Vince, having been through this 11 times, I just see anybody can win it. And you might as well go into the attitude. It's our turn to win it because they've done everything but win that national championship. So I'm just going to set the standard very, very high and we'll see how it goes. I love it. I love it. Where, where's the frozen four going to be played this year? You know what? I haven't even, I forgot. Not even looking that far in advance that like a true athlete. I love it. Well, no, I'm just <laughs> going to say we have been so up and down this year. Sure. Yeah. 
that I have not been absolutely locked in. I couldn't tell you all the other regional sites before we got into the tournament. I was just looking at it the other day like I hadn't even looked that far ahead. So normally I know we're at five years from now in the, in the Frozen Four. But, yeah, this year I've just been so – I don't know. I don't want to say I, I wasn't confident we were going to get in, but we've just been so up and down. I never thought that far ahead. And I've been looking at all the pairwise stuff, which they didn't use this year, but we were way down the line. So I just didn't give this all a whole lot of thought. So shame on me. <laughs> I'm the biggest rah-rah guy of the program is the radio guy. But I, I got to admit, I, I am totally shocked we're in the tournament. I really, really am. When we lost to Penn State, yeah. I yeah. put the hockey stuff away. I put all my hockey stuff on my laptop in a special folder for next year. Yeah. Oh, man, what a horrible fan I am. <laughs> in the team? I'll tell you what, that's horrible. I should be fired. <laughs> well, I thought the same thing, so you're not alone. Uh, I did look it up real quick. It's in Pittsburgh uh, is, the, is the Frozen Four. So hopefully that Notre Dame will be advancing to play in, in, in Pittsburgh. Um, and, you know, what would be nice is if they do advance, that you could go out there and actually call the game in person. That would be – that would be a little extra icing on top. But if that's the case, you and I will be sitting down again and we'll be chatting about uh, the Frozen Four. That, that's for sure. Uh, so, Darren, thank you for joining us. Uh, I appreciate it, as always. Uh, thanks for shining a light on the hockey program, uh, which is – I'm excited. I, I Like you said, I put the hockey stuff to the side. I figured Notre Dame was done, especially after that first-round loss to Penn State. Uh, but they found their way in, play with no pressure, no reason they can't get it done. I love your attitude about it's it's championship or bust. I mean, there's there's nothing wrong with that. You've got four frozen four banners hanging up in the arena. Go get that big one. Go go get the fancy one that they'll probably have. You know, gold colored. You know, that's that's what they're looking for. I know behind me, I've got a little table with all my memorabilia and, and some championship rings. I have a lot of silver rings from Notre Dame, and I know the last time I got one from Coach Jackson, he handed it to me, shook my hand. He goes, "I'm still working on that gold one." Yeah, there you go. About right now for this hockey team. And, you know, thanks to you and Brian for, you know, spending time covering Notre Dame hockey. There's a lot of people that covers Notre Dame football that don't spend any time at all on Notre Dame hockey, despite the fact we get 5,000 fans at home games in a year. And we have 16 guys close to that playing in the NHL right now. And we win a lot. We go to the NCAA tournament. We go to Frozen Fours. But for whatever reason, people don't really like to follow this team from a media standpoint. So I appreciate you guys giving us the opportunity to, to spread the word about this great program. Absolutely. And I, I tell you what, if anybody has, if anybody's listening to this or watching this and hasn't been to a Notre Dame hockey game in normal times, of course, uh, what an awesome event, man. I, I, and it's, it's something you can take your whole family to. I've taken my whole family to hockey games. They have a blast and they don't, they're not knowledgeable about hockey, but they absolutely loved it. I love going. I mean, it is an event, and I cannot encourage people more to get out to a hockey game, especially when things get back to normal. Um, it is awesome, and Notre Dame does it right. They got a beautiful facility. Game days are awesome there. Um, it's exciting, and the fans are passionate, and it's a full house all the time. I mean, you can't beat it. So uh, we're glad we could do it. We're glad to have you sit down with us, uh, like I said, to shine a light on the program, and uh, hopefully we'll be doing this again in, uh, in about a week because we'll be previewing the, uh, the Frozen Four. Yeah, we'll make sure that we'll try to diminish Phil Jakovic on the power play in this game. He likes those long passes up the ice. <laughs> we'll try to stop that so we can we can pick up a victory. we got Marcus Freeman working on it as we speak. 
<laughs> that's good to know. That's good stuff. All right, Darren. Uh, so that's Darren Pritchett. Darren, tell them where they can uh, listen to the game on Saturday. Absolutely. 1245 Eastern, 1 o'clock face-off BC Notre Dame on Z94.3 FM in the South Bend Market. And also you can check it out anywhere in the world on und.com. And there it is, and you'll hear uh, Darren Pritchett, the voice of Notre Dame hockey, and he'll be bringing you all the action. So hopefully we'll be talking about a Notre Dame win, actually two Notre Dame wins, uh, after this weekend's uh, opening round, or opening regional, excuse me, in the NCAA tournament. So for Darren Pritchett, I am Vince D'Addario. Thanks for listening to our Irish crossover hockey edition, and make sure you check out irishbreakdown.com. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.